So when Parliament moved from the old house to the new, there were a lot of farewells. It was 1988, I was 21, going on 22, and uh, I'd spent much of the previous year working in the press gallery on my cadet rotation for the Canberra Times. So to farewell the old building, the press gallery decided to throw the party to end all parties, a ball, and I managed to get a ticket. Everyone wanted to go, and to illustrate for you just how much, there was another journalist who found herself stranded in Melbourne early on the afternoon of the ball with a ticket but without a flight home. Her plane had been cancelled and there wasn't another one until the morning. So she caught a taxi from Tullamarine to Canberra. <laughs> the cabbie must have enjoyed the adventure because she told me that he not only drove her the seven hours north, he took her to her front door, waited while she dressed and then chauffeured her, Cinderella-like, to the ball. All for a mere few hundred dollars. It was 25 years ago. Um, the ball was in King's Hall, which then housed all the portraits and the statues and the marble busts of all the important people of Australia. It was also the place where journalists had loitered for decades, looking for snippets of information, tidbits, something that they could turn into news. The journalist Paul Lynham had been persuaded on this occasion to reform his band called the Bitter Lemons. <laughs> and they were playing on a stage set up diagonally across the back corner. The parliamentary library was the bar. It was kind of a nostalgic night. It, it sort of felt like history was passing and for me it kind of felt like we were there tying a ribbon on it. Um, there, there must have been speeches, but I don't remember them. <laughs> what I do remember is that some of the marble busts ended up wearing lipstick <laughs> and neckties, uh, and oh, there was all kinds of cavorting that went on. Um, empty beer cans beside the shoulders. It ended up, it was that kind of a night. It was a tumultuous time in politics too. It was 1987, Bob, it had been the 1987 election, Bob Hawke had won it, and they'd all been shaken up by the Joe for Canberra push from Queensland, not least John Howard, who might otherwise have done a little bit better had that not, had that not happened. And the man that Hawke had deposed as a leader in 1983 on the eve of the election that made him Prime Minister was finally getting some compensation. Bill Hayden had just been revealed as the next Governor-General. Now, there were some Labor faithful and one or two old hacks who thought that the former Queensland copper and avowed Republican was a bit of a sellout for accepting this position. And there was much discussion of this inside the building and out, including on that night. Now, as the night wore on, and the drinks did too, a couple of revellers joked within earshot that it would be really funny to take down the portrait of Sir John Kerr, the most <laughs> controversial Governor-General, and somehow get it into Hayden's office <laughs> and put it on his desk. Now, we all thought this was a hilarious idea, as you do when someone makes a crazy drunken suggestion late at night, but it never occurred to me that they would actually try to do it. Now, my table was technically at the front of the hall, which was at the back of the party, closest to the side ministerial corridor and furthest away from all the fun. Sometime later, after a burst of dancing, I went back and flopped down in my chair. 
but as I slid towards the table, my feet hit something hard. <gasps> Wait for it! I lifted up the tablecloth and there was the face of Sir John Kerr staring up at me from the parquetry. As others returned to the table, we all hissed, lift up your feet. And I sat there freaking out with my heels hovering above a piece of the National Art Collection. I still don't know how they did it, how nobody saw them in a room full of supposed trained observers. <laughs> but apparently nobody did. Sometime later, the painting mercifully disappeared, presumably down that side corridor and without any stiletto stabs in it. And then we disappeared too into the night, thinking it would have probably reached its destination, that we would hear about it in the morning, hear about Hayden's reaction, and everyone would have a good laugh. But when I got to work the following night at the Canberra Times, they were all debating the great portrait heist, <laughs> like it was something from the Thomas Crown Affair, <laughs> which is a movie about a big theft of a painting. And it kind of was like something from the Thomas Crown Affair. Um, the painting's absence had been discovered, but it had not been. And they were treating it with considerably less humour than we had the <laughs> night before. The police had been called, a photograph had been issued, and we were laying it into the pages of the morning paper. So as I stood there with everyone else looking at the pictures, somebody said to me, weren't you at that party last night? <laughs> yes, I said, protesting my complete ignorance, which was not entirely untrue because I was completely ignorant of where the painting had actually ended up, and I was starting to worry I was going to end up in jail by this point. Now, I can honestly tell you I can't be absolutely certain who did it. I also haven't checked the statute of limitations, so um, I do promise you it wasn't me, though they could actually have got me for temporary proximity to stolen goods. But a day or so later, it turned up in a broom closet at Parliament House, somewhat shy of its destination. And it was returned to the walls of King's Hall, uh, in time to be taken down and, and moved up the hill. As far as I know, the pranksters were never caught. But the portrait of Sir John Kerr is now in storage at Parliament House. I double-checked today. I did a lap. It's not there. It's in storage. And so is the portrait of Bill Hayden. The one that hangs is the most recent past Governor-General on the wall beside the Queen, with all the pictures of all the other important people. Watching over them is a mob of security guards and a large number of closed-circuit TV cameras, and they don't let us have our parties anywhere near them. 